Good afternoon, everybody. This is Bruce Winters with Battle Cry Podcast, and we are excited today to have <clears throat> Mike Ryan from our church, uh, Hillcrest Baptist Church. He is one of our missionaries, and uh, we're going to get to find out what his missionary work is all about. And um, I guarantee you, uh, this is going to be an entertainment. Uh, interview. Uh, Mike and I are good friends and we love to make each other laugh and uh, he makes me laugh more than I probably make him laugh but um, he does it naturally. I have to work at it. So uh, Mike it's good to see you here and uh, just just talk to us a little bit about um, you and your wife Erica and how long you've been here at the church uh, Hillcrest Baptist and how long you've been missionaries and what your mission program is all about. All right. I'm Mike Ryan. Um, Eric and I, my wife, we started going here in 1999. We've been married 31 years. We have two sons, Cody and Justin. They're 30 and uh, 27. When I came here, I didn't know anything about mission work. Didn't know people who actually went to other countries and did mission work other than the missionary. And uh, in 2005, <clears throat> I went to Ukraine the first time. My first mission trip went to Ukraine. And to be honest with you, when I went, I went for myself. I was going over there to help God out, help all these poor people out. I was going to, you know, I'm going to go over there and help them. But God changed my life. Um, it's indescribable what happened to me there because I went there to help everybody. To, to be a, a blessing to everybody. Everybody there was a blessing to me, and it changed my life. So when I got home, um, my, my life was just completely changed, and I didn't know what to do with it. So for six years in a row, I went back to Ukraine. Me and Danny Mendoza, we went back to Ukraine. And I thought God was calling me to go back. When when I Every trip we went over there, I went with Macedonia Missionary Service, who I'm a missionary with now. And um, I thought God was calling me to, Mas to Ukraine to be a missionary. And Erica, she didn't think so. Usually she's smarter than me. But God had something a lot more important, not important, but bigger for me. And what happened was in 2011... Um, God started burdening me to, I, to take people on the mission field and let them see. Because what I saw, it it changed my life seeing how other people live. And, you know, there's a saying, um, the eye affects the heart. Right. To witness to people, to, to see people come to know Jesus, and it, it just it just changed me. And I, you know, I was talking to Brant, and he, he, they already had somebody doing uh, VBSs and all, and they wanted somebody else because the work was getting so big. And um, so in 2011, I came home to Macedonia to um, be a, a, a Mac Trips coordinator. Mac right. Trips, we do Mac Macedonia. I'll explain all that how many mission um, fields they have, but uh, I was a Mac Trips coordinator. And what we do is we go all over the world, whether it's in the United States or another country, 
and we help missionaries. We bring teams over, and we'll do VBS, sports camps, go out witnessing, you know, evangelizing, wherever, in the streets. Um, sometimes, we like when we went to Honduras, we would do a, like a one-day VBS in different villages every day for two weeks. Wow. Um, and the, anywhere from 12 to 24 people would go. And st- well, they haven't gone last year, but would go. And um, everybody that goes, it changes their life. Yeah. And there's there's people that go multiple times. They just keep going like me. I went six times to Ukraine because I fell in love with Ukraine. But we have so much fun working with kids. Um, it's amazing the contrast between American kids and kids in a third world country is huge Mm. and to see the love they have i mean it it'll really get to you and your daughter's gone with me to on two or three trips i believe she went to brazil anna and uh we we've been to florida thanks yeah um it's just and also with macedonia now i've also started I'm taking a, we took a van, me and Jay Reed took a van last weekend to uh, Texas to give to a church. We're going to the end of August to Las Vegas to give to a church. And um, Macedonia does the Mac trips. They do Mac med. They do Mac mechanics, special events, and the radio broadcast. And with the uh, van, Ricky Boyle and Terry, Terry uh, Molden, Terry's in Kentucky, Ricky's down here, and they both have shops. And churches will uh, donate vans to them, and then they'll go through them, and they'll fix them completely up. I mean, just everything that's wrong, they fix it. And they do this on people donating money. It it comes out of their pocket, basically. Macedonia didn't have all this money, and they just put it into the van. It's donated. So they fix everything, and then they find a missionary, whether it's in another part of the world. We've taken vans to Moldova, um, Costa Rica, they take them everywhere. Awesome. And I've just started getting involved in taking vans to places. So I'll be doing that next year too. But I've been on MacMed trips. Doctors and nurses, they go and um, they'll go to, we, I've been to Kenya and Cuba and just all over the world with MacMed. And the beauty about what I do is the doctors will see the patients and then the nurses will take care of them. And then they go to the pharmacy. Well, while they're waiting on their medicine, I've got tracts and Bibles, and I get to sit down with them because it takes a long time to get their medicine counted and all. So I get to sit down with the people and witness to them. Man, that's awesome. So I got, I got the best job on the Mac Med trip. Yeah. Um, and uh, I go on the building trips, and when I go on the building trips, while they're, all those guys are back there working, hammering nails and stuff, I take a small team, and we'll go out into the villages and pass out Bibles and witness to people. And it's just amazing the response you get when you're in one of these other countries. People are so receptive. Yeah. It You know, they're, it, in America, we don't want to be bothered. But people, you can walk up to them and start talking to them, and they'll sit there and talk. They'll talk to you, you know. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And... um now I'm helping with the vans, and we have a radio broadcast that reaches 80% of the world with the gospel. It's the Macedonia Call, 
and uh, Dr. Hugo that go, that leads up all the teams from Macedon, uh, the MacMed, he does a radio broadcast every day in Spanish, oh. and it's translated. And eighty percent of the world gets this broadcast. That's incredible. It is, and just a, a background on Macedonia. Leon Jasper and Harold Williams started Macedonia in nineteen seventy three, and a sad note. Two months ago, Brother Leon died, and last night, Brother Harold Williams died. And they were the backbone of Macedonia. Um, they were true pioneers in this kind of work. And I love both them men. And um, But Leon went to Costa Rica on a mission trip, and he saw they needed a van in 1973. And he came back to the States and raised the money to buy a van, fix it up, or a bus, and they drove it to Costa Rica from here. Wow. And that's what started Macedonia. That's um, amazing. It, I mean, the eye really does affect the heart. Yeah. Um, but I can't see myself doing anything else working with Macedonia. Well, I, you know, when my wife and I first started visiting this church, Hillcrest, um, that is what really grabbed my heart's attention was the missionaries that we had out of our church that we supported and that went all over the world. And I have, I was raised Baptist and um, according to my mom, I was raised hardcore Baptist. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, 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 was, I was raised very strict, but um, she taught us very quick how to respect our missionaries and how to always pray for our missionaries. And if we could any, ever help them, you know, my mom said, my Bruce will be there for you if, he, if you need him to, or my daughter will be there, you know, just let us know. And uh, so we got to go on a few missionary trips. Um, um, one of ours was uh, Mexico, and we had Bob Tyson. Uh, he was the he was the head missionary for all of Mexico, and um, so he so he knew with him knowing Spanish and stuff, he knew a lot of the other uh, countries that use Spanish language, but they weren't necessarily from Mexico or anything um, I wish I could remember all of the it's been so long I, I was probably 10 to t between 10 and 12 when I first started getting to work with them mm -hmm. but his son was one of my best friends and the pastor's son at our church at that time all three of us were best friends so whenever he was at home for mission trips he was either with Mark or with me all the time, you know, was with each other's house. And uh, so when we got to go to the mission trips, we always worked it out so Mark and I could go together at the same time and, and be there with him. Um, but I, I tell you, that was, that was the first reality check of the mission field for me. And I've loved it ever since. I love the idea of, of going back to the mission field. And I'm hoping that I'll 
be in health enough that I can do that again someday. Um, you know, with with what I've got right now, I don't know if I'll ever be able to. Not we're praying not. for you too. But um, you know, the Lord knows my heart, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Is um, is Jesus living in our heart, and letting others know about Jesus living in our hearts, and um, you know, it's it's so easy to walk down the hall and see you and say, hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm praying for you. How many times do you think that somebody says they're praying for you, they're really praying for you? Not many. Exactly. But if I know you like I know you, if I go down the hall and you say, hey, Bruce, praying for you, man. I know you. I feel you in my heart. I feel that you have the love of Jesus in your heart. And so I know if I feel Jesus in your heart, that if you say you're going to pray for me, you're going to pray for me. I do. And you don't know how much I appreciate that. Every time somebody says they pray for me, I can tell you almost 99% of the time if they are or not. And it's just because... If I feel the love of Jesus in their heart, I'll know if they're going to be praying or not. That's right. And, um, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. That's what your mission trips are all about, sharing the love of Christ. It is. You know, and and that's, what, that's what this podcast is all about. Um, you know, I because of my health, I'm not able to, to stand up and preach. You know, like like I used to could, um, and Lord knows how much I've missed preaching. You know, and I haven't got to, I haven't got to preach in mm-hmm. over seven months. And that's crazy. It that's is the crazy. longest I've ever gone not not preaching, and um, I I don't know why the Lord opened this door for this podcast, but it has been the most beneficial recovery in my spiritual life and in my physical life. This is exactly what I love doing. I love teaching. I love talking about Jesus. I love talking about his love for us. And man, to get to spread it on the in the air, you know, on on Spotify or whatever, it's just a blessing because I've actually had people email me two or three times and say that they had had, had enjoyed our podcast. And I'd never even heard of them before. And they were from a country I'd never even heard of before. Really? And they had just accidentally found, started listening to me, and they liked it. And they finished watching, listening to the show, and then they sent me an email and, and told me, thank you. And, you know, that's, to me, you know, that's that's my missionary work. You do look better except that hat. <laughs> well, fortunately, nobody can see this. <laughs> that's a good thing. iPod. But my wife found it, and she got it for me. And it, it, it's a cooling hat. And uh, anybody that knows about brain tumors, um, they have to carry, they have to wear these masks that it looks like, to me, looks like washers. 
but they're they've got electrodes in them and they're constantly on top of your head they're constantly you know shocking my head you know and uh, I'm surprised they're still doing it because I, I'm surprised they've even got anything to shock you know <laughs> I didn't think I had much of a brain to begin with but uh, you do look good I mean you look healthy you know, thank you um, I have had some good weeks and bad weeks but um, you know it, it's again it's it's all in God's hands amen um, just like if, if you if you're going to go on the mission field whether or not you go it's, it's all up into God's hands and you'll trust him through the whole trip I know that you will you know I've had, I've had people tell me you know, like their, their teenage sons or daughters are going to go and they're or their husband or whatever's going to go and they tell me but it's it's unsafe there you know you, you know they should I don't, I don't think it's safe for them to go and I always tell them it's safer when you're in God's hands doing what he wants you to do right. than it is out of his will you can die in a car crash here and yeah. you if you stay here and, and you're supposed to go to another country or you're supposed to go to another state we do stuff in the states too yeah. you're safer in God's will wherever that is Yep. than being right here at your house out of his will. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, that's what uh, that's what I think keeps me going um, with a positive attitude, even though the doctors told me after they saw the MRI last week, um, they said, you know, everything looks better, but you're still going to die. You know, the, the, the tumor is there. The radiation didn't kill the tumor. So the radiation, the, you can't have any more radiation. You can only have the chemotherapy, you know, and chances are the chemo is not going to kill, kill the tumor by itself. It needs help with the radiation. And so we've already done the radiation. So nine times out of ten, you know, if it doesn't get it the first time, you're probably, you're probably going to wind up dying. You know, not, that's that's sort of hard to to see your specialist <laughs> that is a brain specialist. You know, and of all things, for for them to say, other than, oh, we're gonna fight this together, we're gonna beat this thing. You know, we we got some good medications and we've got some stuff lined up for you. You know, they didn't give me any hope. And uh, that was hard for, for Leanne, you know, sitting there and, and, and the doctor real, basically looking at us and, and telling her that her husband really had no hope. But, um, you know, we left. We were both upset. Got in the car. We prayed. And um, we just said we're just going to let God, God take control of this. So from now on, I said, I'm going to have a positive attitude about this. And all I want to do is concentrate on sharing the love of Jesus. Your hope is in Jesus. My hope is in Jesus, but I also want people to know that Jesus is my only hope. And that Jesus can love you just like he can love me. Amen. And if he can love me... And I know he can love anybody. 
I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. <laughs> you know me, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful. I, I would have never thought in a million years um, that this would be where I'm at today doing a podcast. This is this is not something that I was born of doing a hobby or anything like that. But I believe God knew that I wanted to still teach or still preach or still share God's word. And um, he opened this door. And man, I tell you what, it has been such a blessing. If, if, I, if I just get to talk to missionaries and 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 I, you know I got to interview Caleb a few weeks ago man what a blessing you know his ministry too and uh, I'm getting ready to do Ricky uh, Bull in a couple of days and uh, then I got David Harden tomorrow and I'm excited about him because you know what his ministry is you know he's got a cool ministry yeah so you know and I feel like interviewing the missionaries. I feel like I'm on the field when you're talking to me about your your work. I almost feel like I'm right there beside you. And and that's what's so cool. If I feel that way, certainly other people hearing this broadcast feel that way too. And the reason I feel this way is because I've got Jesus in my heart. And and Jesus is thrilled for hearing you and I talk about this. Well, you know, you said um, you never thought in a million years you'd be doing this. I never thought in a million years. I would. I didn't even know what a missionary was growing up. I didn't grow up in church. I had no idea. I had no idea that <laughs> I thought Jesus and God were two different people. I thought, you know, Jesus was God's son that, you know, I had no clue that Jesus was God or anything like that. I, I didn't know what, what church was. Right. I got saved when I was 24. And um, he changed my life. And then when I came to this church, you know, I didn't know what mission trips were. I had no clue until I went on my first one. And then even after I went on my first one, I didn't have a clue that I would ever go on another one. And then, you know, that I would ever be a missionary and... You know what? One thing just come to mind. I was speaking to a lady in Texas. I was presenting the work over there, and she was eighty-two years old. And I was telling her, showing her pictures of uh, Romania and all, and um, she said, "Oh, I would love to go on a mission trip. I've always wanted to go on a mission trip." And I said, "Then you go with us." And she said, "Oh, I couldn't do that. I'm too old." I said, "Ma'am," I said, "We have nurses that go with us that are, and they're well up in their eighties." I said, people go that are are older. And she said, oh, I would love to. I said, I said, then you should go with us. And she talked to her pastor and, and um, her family, and she went with us to Romania. Oh. And I want you to know, this was the sweetest lady I've ever met. Her job, it was a, it was a Mac Med trip. Her job was to walk around and hug. I think she hugged every woman in every village that we went to and just, she couldn't speak Romanian. They couldn't speak English, but their, her hugs, she was speaking to them. Yep. I mean, on these mission trips, everybody can do something. It don't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a building trip, a medical trip, 
um, that taking a van somewhere, there's something for you to do. Even if you're on a building trip, if you can sweep a floor, if you can hand waters out, medical trip, you can count pills or just witness the people. Go with me on a, um, if, if you go with me on a medical trip or a, a, a building trip, we, while they're working, we go out and get to share the love of God with people. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's the best job. But the churches have to be built and the people have to be seen. Right. But I, to me, I've got the best job when we go. Um, that's awesome. You know, we get to share Jesus with people. And I, many times we've been out in the, um, in the villages witnessing to people and people get saved. And the next Sunday when we have church service, they're in the church service. And then they open up, you know, they, they have a, a new church and these people come in. It's, it's just amazing. Wow. That, it, it does sound amazing. And I, I hope and pray that I can get better one day uh, enough to go. I'd love to go on a mission trip with you and, and uh, see the work you do and, and get to roll my sleeves up and get started with you, you know. Um, but as, as, as a uh, future team member, I'm going to guarantee you right now that I will continue to pray for you and your mission team. Um, I've that had, means a lot. I have believed in you and your team since the first time you talked to the church and presented your uh, program to the church. That was right after we started going here, I believe, a little over four and a half, four and a half years ago or something. And uh, I, I mean, you had me. You had me at, at good evening, hello. <laughs> it was just, it was just the weirdest feeling. And uh, I, I looked at Leanne and I said, "This guy's for real." Thank you. And uh, that that's hard to say with normal people nowadays. You know, it's it's really not considered uh, common. You know, and uh, I said the same thing when the first time I've heard Pastor Mike preach. I looked at Leanne and I told her, I said, he's the real thing. Amen. And I said, that's what I want. I said, that's what I want my family to sit under each week. And uh, it was just, just, just things like that where you know that God has given you the urge, the push, you know, I want you to do this. Go, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm I'm so thankful that God has given you and Erica the push and the urge to want to do missionary work. And uh, every single time I've heard you talk about it, I've heard nothing but excitement from anything you've been telling me about it. And to me. If you love what you're doing, God's going to bless you for it. Amen. Um, my granddad always taught me as a young child when I first got my job, first got a job, he said, you know, if you work hard at your job, enjoy your job, and let your boss see that you love doing what you do, you'll always go far in that company. And and he told me that when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. 
the reason he told me that is because he was fixing to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> he was fixing to hire me to be cut his chickens. He was a butcher. And he cut all the cows and all the beef and everything, but he did not like cutting chickens. He'd rather cut the big meats. And um, he wanted to teach me how to cut chickens. And I, that, that's what I, my first job was. And uh, unfortunately, I took up the nickname Chicken Boy. Never heard that one. So every single person that worked in the meat market or the grocery store with us, as soon as I'd come out of those doors and put meat in the trays and the counters and stuff, I couldn't tell you how many, hey, chicken boy, hey, chicken boy, hey, chicken boy. You know, I heard that all the time. And uh, I told my granddaddy if I ever found out he's the one that spread that name around, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tickle you to death. And he, he was very ticklish. <laughs> and uh, I always threatened that I was going to tickle him to death if I found out he's the one that called me that. But, uh, you know, I want... I was thinking about that the other day when people called me Chicken Boy all the time. They knew me by something I did. And how would that make me feel? Somebody hollering out my name, Bruce, Bruce. Hey, Bruce, you're the guy that talked about Jesus. You're the guy that talked about Jesus with us. Man, that, could, that couldn't be any better. Amen. It couldn't be. And God has put me here for a reason. And if for nothing else, it's to spread the love of Christ. Amen. And that's if that's all I'm here to do, that's all I'm going to be here doing is uh, telling the love of Jesus to everybody I can. And uh, I know with your missionary trips that that's what you plan on doing too. And uh, I feel that way with David. And I feel that way with Rick. You know, we've got some good missionaries in our church. Paul Lamb. Paul Lamb. Man, and I can't wait to interview him too. Um, it's going to be a while, but I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get him behind the microphone. That's going yeah, to be he can't make it down here too much, but when he does. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Well, listen, um, thank you so much for sharing your mission work with us and uh, I, I just I'll tell you what um, I'm going to close us in prayer in just a few minutes but uh, I'd like for you to do a pre-close prayer I guess maybe that's what you want to call it um, and pray for your missionary work and pray for our podcast pray for our church and uh Pray that God would always be there for you and supply your needs. And uh, once you get through praying, then I'll close us out in prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to come in here with Bruce and just talk. Lord, I thank you for his uh, podcast. Lord, I just pray that this will go out. And Lord, it will be a blessing to people. Lord, we pray that someone will come to know you as Lord and Savior because of this. And we pray that it will change people's lives, Lord. Lord, um... I pray for Bruce. I pray for his medical condition, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that uh, you'll cure him. Lord, be with Anna and um, Leanne and Brady. Lord, I just pray that you'll give them peace and comfort. 
Lord, um, I thank you so much for this church. I thank you for what it's meant to me over the years, for Mike, our pastor. Lord, um, I just uh, lift it up to you, and I just pray, Lord, that you'll just give me the opportunities to keep working for you, Lord. Lord, to do your work around the world. We just thank you so much for who you are. We thank you so much for what you did for us on the cross. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Lord, we just thank you so much for another day of life. Um, Lord, I, I don't take that for granted each time I pray that prayer now um, because it's so very true. Thank you, Lord, for this another day of life. Um, thank you, Lord, for the friendships that I've made over the last few years here at Hillcrest Baptist Church. And uh, when I'm speaking of friendships, I'm talking uh, specifically to one, uh, to Mike Ryan. Um, he has been a very good friend of mine, and he has uh, been a friend to me. He has uh, helped me when I've needed help doing something at the house. Um, He's just, he's just a go-getter, and, and I thank him so much for the heart that he has to helping other people. And uh, it's the same way I always felt and, uh, when I was doing handyman work. Um, there's lots of times that I would help people and not expect anything because, you know, they were my brother and sister in Christ, and, you know, I knew... What their financial situation was and and uh, you know a lot of times I would not even ask or request any money I would just do something like that and and Mike has done that before I know and you know it's just it's it's amazing to know people that has the heart and the desire to do what Jesus would do and uh, I could see you right now walking down the streets of Marietta and offering your help on building a building or paving a sidewalk. You know, I could just see you volunteering and saying, please let me help you. I've got the time and I want to do it. And uh, I feel like that's the way Mike is and I feel like that's the way I am. If, I, if I'm physically able, um, man, if I see somebody that's struggling, needing some help, um, I always want to be there, and I, I see that in Mike, and I just pray that you would bless him and bless his missionary work. Lord, thank you for letting him share that with us today. Uh, it's so awesome, and Lord, I just hope that you heal me one day so I can go and join him and uh, support him, um, not just financially, but Lord, physically. And uh, Lord, I've always loved going on the mission field and um, I've, I've always wanted to go again and um, I'm probably stepping out on a limb right now saying that the next one I'm probably going to be going on is with Mike um, and I just pray that you'll give me the health to do this one day. Lord thank you so much for letting us interview Tim today and Lord, may something that has been said, something that has been done here today in the podcast, Lord, we have talked about Jesus a lot. We have talked about Jesus living in our hearts a lot. Lord, if anyone 
needs to talk and know, find out more about Jesus. Lord, they can call Hillcrest Baptist Church any day of the week. Um, I have given out my phone number online. Um, I can't. I think it was the first or second program, and you can look it up. And uh, it's got our church email address, and it's got my phone number. But um, I'd love to talk to you if I need to. You know, if you need someone to talk to and help you uh, find out how Jesus can love and enter your heart and stay in your heart as well. Lord, that's what this is all about. And we just want to help each other out the most we can while we're here on earth. Um, I don't want to see anyone die and go to hell. Amen. If, it, if there's any way possible, every single person I meet, I would love to know that I had a part, at least, um, them dying and going to heaven. Um, I don't want to find out that I let someone pass and I didn't take the time to talk to them about Jesus. Um, that's my biggest fear. Lord, so please keep my mind focused and please keep Mike's mind focused on what our responsibilities are. And it's all about the love of Jesus and what the love of Jesus can do for you. Amen. And uh, we thank you, Lord, for, for salvation. We thank you for the friendships that we have. And, Lord, I can't thank you enough for Hillcrest Baptist Church, what, they have, what that family has meant to me. And I consider them my family. And, uh, Lord, I love them. I love Hillcrest. I love our pastor. And I pray, Lord, that you would continue to bless our church and help us to be a light on the hill for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah.